What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wowed with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Breanne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about growing or going. Yes, growing or going. And I'm putting like a lot of emphasis on those words because today the underlying theme of everything that we talk about is going to go through this question. Are you growing or are you going? This past week, I got some time to talk with my mentor about some things going on in my personal life. And I got to just kind of lay out everything that I have going on in every single area of my life and kind of give vent to the different areas um, as they interwork together and kind of explain some of the updates that I have provided, um, that explain how I maneuver through all of the different things so that, so that you get a context and I'm not as of who I am and what all I'm doing and that I'm not assuming that you know me and all of my business. Here it is. I am a doctoral student. I study instructional design. I am exactly halfway through my program. So I've completed my first round of comps. I have two major comps left and I have some research goals. I'm a graduate assistant, which means on top of my coursework and my personal research, I work with two professors in the department and I complete work under them as an assistant. Um, additionally, I have Pins to Prison. Uh, Pins to Prison is a ministry that has a, a community of writers organized to serve prisoners. We write prisoners. We write them on three different bases. We write them on a one-time correspondence, on a, a low correspondence, or a high correspondence. I'm the organizer, so I send them a monthly Bible study, and I ensure that every prisoner that we have in our log gets written, all right? On top of that, I also have what's uh, called Girl Stop. The premise of Girl Stop began with all things girl, all things Jesus, and everything in between, um, ranging through girls age 10 to 19. Uh, Girl Stop has since evolved, and um, it's kind of become more focused into the point of where I do girl empowerment through speaking engagements and uh, workshops and stuff stuff of the like. I have a select group of girls that I uh, personally mentor that I give myself to on top of our annual scholarship. We give out a 500 dollar scholarship uh, to one true college freshman, uh, well, true college freshman who will enroll fall of said year. Um, so this is, you know, if you know any college senior girls, and that is the premise of all of that I do. Now that does take um, a lot of attention, that does take a lot of effort, and it does take a lot of organization, but I do it. Um, I've since had to cut out a lot of stuff in my life. I'm talking about a lot of stuff. Because remember, our question today is, are you growing or are you going? Um, well, I want to talk about this question in, in four different areas. And I want you to take this information um, and apply it to your life. So that's why I'm kind of giving you my background. Um, outside of the things that I do that I've just named, uh, I have little to no social life. I, I don't really I don't really hang out just because I'm really a homebody. I really don't care for it. I don't need a whole lot of social interaction. Um, I do serve at my local assembly. Um, I have since had to cut back on serving as much and, and being involved as in, in, many, in as many roles as I have been. Um, I do and I have produced some books. I have written some and I'm in the process of writing others. Um, I sometimes work out. It's not as consistently as I would like it to, but I also think that it has some a degree to do with my personal motivation. Um, so if I 
or energy and strength to work out, I fit that in. Um, emotionally, I feel healthy and whole. Um, I don't have a lot of distress. As a matter of fact, I'm actually not a very emotional person. I'm really more driven. Um, I'm kind of a go-getter. Uh, some would call me like a grinder. I particularly don't like that word. Um, however, um, I get it done. Okay. So that that's kind of me in a nutshell. So you can imagine the different things that it requires to make all of these different processes and systems work together and me being my own system. Right. So in talking with this mentor, that's kind of the gist of what I got out of it. He was just basically like, you know, are you growing or are you going? He didn't use those words verbatim, but he but to give context to those two words, growing, are you growing? Are you actually in school, maintaining the material, driving academically what you need to know? Are you spending time with the material such that you're becoming the content and you're not only able to regurgitate it, but you can apply it. You have higher order level thinking skills toward the material. It is not just a surface uh, definitional knowledge of the material. Or are you going, meaning that you're so busy that you don't have time to eat and you're so busy that you don't have time to speak or be polite, but you're so busy that you don't have time to work on your character or notice the things in your heart that need attention or that you need to correct this about you or this is lazy or sloppily done or half done. So if you kind of get the the difference between growing and going, okay? So we're going to apply this to your lives. I've told you about me, but let's talk about mentally, okay? So I told you all that I have going on and I had to sit with myself and I had to think, okay, mentally, am I growing or am I going? Meaning that for me, mentally, am I being captivated by the things that I'm researching? Am I actually reading the article? Am I actually obtaining the information or am I just skimming a couple highlights because I'm trying to get through a test? You know, are you growing through the content, meaning that you have a deeper, richer level of understanding? Are you thinking about what you're thinking about or are you are you just kind of like, well, this was cute to print off and put in a nice little stack and then take a picture of it to put on Instagram to show you that I'm doing it. And then I actually like don't do it right? Because I'm scrolling through Instagram. Like how deeply are you getting mentally? Okay. So let's apply this to your lives. Perhaps, you know, um, it's not an article because I'm in school right now, you know, perhaps it's, you know, the book that you said you were going to read. Maybe you didn't get through with it because it was too boring. So you said, oh, I'm going to do audio. And then you're just trying to click through each chapter so that you can say, quote unquote, that you read it. But did you actually get something from a book? Do you actually have some wisdom or a piece of insight or information that you can apply to your life? Do you have something that you can share with somebody? Can you give a synopsis of each chapter of the book or can you give a synopsis of the totality of the book? Did you grow through that text? Are you different on the other side of it? Do you know more? Was something deposited into you? Were you able to deposit something into it? Like we need to be asking these growth minded questions. The reason why we want to make sure that we're growing is because we always need to be growing. Like there, we live in a very advanced society where technology is really about five to seven years advanced of where we are, okay? So we always have to continue to be growing, adapting, changing, making sure that we're not settled on the last thing that we knew or that we now know, okay? Because one day, someday, probably today, that information probably will be outdated or obsolete and you wanna always be forever connected if not ahead of the world that you live in, in some area. You know, um, you don't have to be the top tier uh, expert in every single area, but in your area, and especially as it pertains to your goals, that area that you want to grow in. For me, um, I want to grow in the area of wealth. 
I want to know more about wealth. I want to know more about obtaining it, sustaining it, growing it, cultivating it, the uses of it. I, I want to know a lot more about wealth. And I began um, um, gathering things that would help me to grow in this area. OK, so, again, that's that's a way for me to grow. Um, a part of what I found is that a lot of people don't have and aren't actively looking to grow. They feel grown. And it's funny because I have a, a friend, his name is Joe Winters. Um, he's an entrepreneur and a coach out, out of Texas. He's an amazing young man. He's doing amazing things in that area. He he focuses on at-risk use. He has a Daily Path Academy. This is just a same shameless plug. If you want to go connect with him, look him up. I, he has a podcast that's top in the education court and category of the world. Like the guy is doing amazing things, okay? And he never lets his youth say the statement. I'm grown or you think you're grown. And the reason why he doesn't like that statement is because to be grown is to be done. It's, it's a full state of maturation, which means you're not continually grown, which means you have stopped. And just like him, I liken my own philosophy to the statement of I don't know. I don't like the statement I don't know because people treat I don't know like a stop sign. And it's as it's as if, excuse me, it's acceptable when in fact, like you need to move past that. You need to push past that. I don't know. And get to something. Okay. Get to something that you do know, something that you are familiar with, something that you are able to use or act upon. Okay. So for me, um, the growth mentality is so important because you need to be continually and forever expanding your mind. All right. And, and if we are just going if we're just going through life, going through stages, going through places, going through the protocol to get to the end, once we get to the end, we won't be full enough to step to the next stage. That's why a lot of people actually struggle with their college degrees. I've found that a lot of people don't give college the credit, right? They just kind of focus on the fact that there's student loan debt. And there's a lot of it. And there's this professor who's too hard, who doesn't want to work with me like, no, you have to take ownership of your degree and ownership of your learning process so that you get the most out of it. Let me talk to my college students that are listening right now. Let me tell you something. Your college degree is your responsibility. There is no point in you having an advisor, an academic advisor, and if you're an athlete, having an athletic academic advisor to go over the degree plan for you to go through those classes, just getting by, just getting through, just answering the form, just turning it in, to not have learned anything, to not have adapted an intellectual uh, skill set, to have education more around this area, to qualify you to get to the point of graduation and you have nothing on the inside of you. So that doesn't make you hireable. It doesn't make you marketable because you don't have any marketable skills. And now you have a lump sum of debt and you're not employable. So let me help you. Let me help you take on a growth mindset. This is not high school. This is not middle school. Mama's not checking your report cards. Coach is not running up behind you, making sure you're going to class, which some coaches do. And I understand why. But in the same sense, they shouldn't have to. Okay. You have to take ownership. In the same way I'm talking to my college students and my college students, athletes, I need you to take ownership of your life. It is not the job's responsibility to inform you about what 
um, 401k plan that you should or shouldn't take. It's really not the job's responsibility to inform you on how to apply for what taxation code you need to be in and what what way that you need to apply to get taxes taken out and what things and what insurances. It's, it's their job to provide it, I guess, if they promise it. But it's not really their job to take ownership of your life because if you allow them that control, then you've allowed them control of your life. And education and growing in areas that you don't know or growing in areas that you're unfamiliar of afford you the opportunity to take control. The statement that we all know that we treat very lightly is that knowledge is power. So we need to employ the power of getting the knowledge and then taking the knowledge and applying it to our lives so that it's wisdom, right? And that's what we're all about getting here. Wisdom is the principal thing. Hashtag amen. So mentally, are you growing? There's a show, and I think it's kind of cute, but there's a show that says, are you smarter than a fifth grader? And you know, the reason why that's even a show is because people don't take time to continue growing. In fact, studies show that after the fifth grade, after you've gotten a bit of, a, a bit of, <laughs> a bit of fundamental information, a lot of people stop growing. They just kind of get through those other six years from middle school all the way to high school. If they go to college, they take those same learning strategies, quote unquote, and those same study habits, quote unquote, into the college environment, and they still aren't much better. So we have to continue making sure that we're growing and making sure that we're not just going through life and being, you know, passive assessors and observers of life. We have to make sure that we're growing. So mentally, are you smarter? Are you wiser? Mentally, are you making better decisions last year than you did? I mean, this year than you did last year? Are your patterns healthier? Are your habits healthier? Mentally, begin to assess who you are. Do you think the same way you did? Do you think the same way the generation did before you just because they're supposed to be wiser? Did you ask any questions about the old adages and the statements that they made? Or did you just accept it because that's what mom and them said? And that's what daddy and them said? Or that's the way we do it in the South? Or that's the way it is up North? Did you ask any type of questions mentally? Are you growing or are you going? Sometimes we can just go with the status quo. And the problem with going with is that you are a follower of whatever consequence, of whatever subjugation, of whatever objective that you are behind. And who's to say that that's harmful? Who's to say that that's for you? Who's to say that that fits in the plan that God has for your life? We don't know because you're blindly following. So let's ask some questions mentally. Let's get on. Let's get some things on paper and let's ask ourselves, are we growing? Or are we going? The next the next area that I want to talk about in in lieu of our question is uh, emotionally. Emotionally, are you growing or are you going? And this is what I mean emotionally. When was the last time that you sat with yourself and you asked about the, the healing that's going on in the inside, if there's any at all? When was the last time that you challenged yourself um, to put down those negative emotions or put down those negative thoughts and to really grow in an area? When was the last time that you told somebody, just accept me as I am because this is who I am? When was the last time that you said, you know what? I'm not going to succumb to the same temptation, to the same ploy to make me angry, to get me off track, to make me frustrated, to make me cuss you out, to make me do or say anything outside of my character. And I am going to grow in this moment. 
emotionally, we have to continually growing. Part of the reason we have to continually growing because our emotions say a lot about our character. Like underneath our emotions, I believe that like your emotions are like the outward expression of your character. Because for instance, if if in me, if I have a character flaw that I just snap and that I, I, I just go off on people, then anger would be the emotional expression by which I snap and go off. Or maybe I don't hourly express it through anger. Maybe I express it through a passive aggressiveness of being shady or being petty or, or doing subtle things that, you know, kind of are below the surface. But the motive in my heart is that character flaw, you know. I believe that sometimes we can use our emotions to assess our character and assess ourselves and say, hey, this emotion, this area is going unchecked in my heart and it needs my attention. So emotionally, are you growing or are you going? Emotionally, have you spent time talking to those persons who cause those feelings and that you allow forgiveness to flow in your heart? Emotionally, have you decided that I'm not going to just accept that I'm moody or that it's a particular time of my month so I'm validated and acting a certain way? I want you to begin thinking about your emotions. I want you to begin thinking about the environments that positive and negative emotions are enacted in your life, what causes them, what triggers them. And emotionally, have you just gone with, this is the way I am? Have you settled on that? Have you just gone with, well, because I went through this traumatic experience, I'm a victim and because of that, I'm allowed to or validated in acting a certain way? Think about those things, right? Think about what makes you you emotionally. I would consider myself to be an emotionally stable person and I'm probably biased. I might have some friends listening who will give me or family who's listening and can give me some feedback on that. But for the most part, I'm a pretty emotionally stable person. I don't really have many highs, many lows. It really takes a lot to excite me. And in the same sense, it takes a whole lot to anger me. You actually have to be in a particular position to even make me angry. And you also have to be in a particular position to know what I like and don't like and how I want things really to excite me. So, um, I would consider myself a very kind of even, even, I don't like the term even kill, um, but I would just say even tempered person. Um, emotions are fun. <laughs> um, and so I don't want you to think that the level of energy that I have gives testament to me being an emotionally up and down person, because that's really not a good measure. However, if you are an emotionally up and down person, does it better the people that you that you are around? For instance, the first thing that comes to mind, perhaps, is somebody who, you know, is a nurse who, you know, wants the best for her, you know, trauma patients. And she has to go over the top emotionally to exude, you know, such excitement and happiness and joy for them who are in such dire circumstances. And at the same time, she also has to be there when the doctor is in the room giving, you know, some very, very, very bad news. And she has to be the one, you know, to be consoling and and comforting. So she can be, you know, at all times, she has to be very high and very low. You know, that's, I think, a very emotionally happily balanced person if when that nurse goes home they don't feel the ups and downs and effects of that that they are true to themselves now if that's causing you to go into a depression or an or an anxious state then i think that we'd have to bring some balance to that however um i think it it is healthy and it can have healthy expression but and if you find yourself on the other side of that and you're not 
uh, balance and you are crying this minute and then you're happy the next minute and then you're angry the next minute and then you shut down completely and then we can't get you to stop talking all within a five to ten minute span, then I would suggest to you that we need some growth. We need some healing. We need some stability and we need some growth. Okay. So are you growing? Or are you going? Are you just going through life with all those feelings suppressed? I know there's some of you who are listening who are like, yeah, I ain't got all that going on. But you might have something in the deep seats of your heart. And you might relate to me in this that you maybe you're not a crier. You're not a very emotionally expressive. Maybe you're not even a hugger, you know. But do you have something in your heart that you have just suppressed deep down and that it is being enacted through your subconscious and through your behaviors in which you have not pinpointed or not recognized or not dealt with? I was talking to some girls the other day, and one of the things that uh, came out as we were talking about emotions was that there was a lot of things that happened in their childhood at home. And I've noticed this pattern, this trend in people that they are so happy to get away from home and they're so happy to be a young adult or an adult in, their, in life, and they're so happy to be finally put away all that stuff that happened at home. They haven't realized that they've suppressed those things in their heart and they're being enacted in their lives. So is that you? Like, are you growing or are you going? Are you going with the suppression? Are you going with, I'm just going to ignore it and, and act as if it didn't happen because you are just as unhealthy as the person who is expressing this through all of these emotions and throwing all of these emotions everywhere. So again, emotionally, are you growing or are you going? The next area I want to talk about may or may not apply to you, but because you're listening to this podcast is going to apply today. I want to know, are you growing or are you going spiritually? And talking to my mentor, that was one of the main questions that we kind of went back and forth and dialogued over because I wanted to ensure, as he did, we had a light goal in this, that we wanted to ensure that all with all that I have going on, So with all that you have going on, whether it's family, kids, marriage, um, a job, a job promotion, change, um, a new addition to the family, maybe, you know, a new debt, maybe you just bought a house, a car, maybe you have a student loan um, or whatever other debt you may have. Maybe there is a vacation or a big event you're planning or uh, perhaps there, there are a million things that can be going on in your life right now. But the question is spiritually, are you growing or are you going? Are you just trying to get through this season so that after the big thing is over, or after the thing you have figuring out that it's over, then you'll give God your time, then you'll give him your attention, then you'll go back to praying and reading your word, then you'll go back to committing scripture to memory, then you'll go back to fasting and praying before the Lord, then you'll go back to serving and attending to the things of God, or are you growing? The problem is, is that I found that, you know, we live in a very, very busy society. And sometimes we can let the busy society and trying to keep up with all of the things that are going on around us, allow those things to keep us from our own growth and from focus on our own selves, meaning that we'll expend our energies and trying to build, trying to go. We we live in a real big like boss babe, you know, society. So we have a lot of people trying to be boss babes. You know, so the entrepreneurial thing and all of the multi-level marketing uh, things that you can become a part of and that you can give your time and energy into like, but at the end of the day, like, are you spiritually growing? Like, do you have a regimen? And if you're kind of like me, like regimens kind of are, are good 
but they're not your consistency. But do you have a consistency that at some point in your day, you're going to give God some of your time. You're going to give the word some of your time. You're going to give prayer and worship some of your time. Are you growing? Can you look at yourself from not even last year, but from three months ago? Do you know a new scripture? Have you had a new impartation or a new revelation, a new insight? Do you have somebody new that you connect with? Do you have somebody that you poured into that their life is better because you're in it or because you've taken time and shared some wisdom, some knowledge, some insight that you gained on this spiritual journey? Like, is your life better? Is your life on another level? Can you see growth? Can you track progress in the different areas of your life spiritually? Does God know you better? What are you in faith for? Those are some questions that I ask myself. Does God know me better because we spent time together? Because you have to remember, this is a relationship, right? So it's just like your relationship with your significant other, with your children, with your, your parents, family, friends. You know, it's a tangible relationship, even though it's a very spiritual one. You can still determine by the fruit of your life, by the fruit of your character, by the way that you think, by the way that you interact with other people, the way you treat people. Come on, somebody. The Bible says treat others the way that you would have them or so desire that they treat you. So we don't have to look far and we don't really have to look too deep to know that if I say this is October, the middle of October, per se, and by the middle of August, am I better? Am I further along? Am I pressing on toward the mark to win the high calling for which God has called me? Am I there? Am I on the way there? Am I getting there? Did I take a step? Is there any motion in a forward direction in my spiritual life? And if you can say no to any of those questions, then we need to assess your growth. We need you growing spiritually. The Bible says from faith to faith and from glory to glory, because I will let you know that spiritually, if you are not growing, if you are not moving forward, then you're moving backwards. Like you have to continually be moving forward because you have an adversary who looks to come and steal, kill and destroy. So if he's not stealing the time that you're not growing, he's stealing the areas that you're not paying attention to. He's stealing from those. He's killing from those. He's looking for areas and opportunities of destruction. And if you're not growing, if you're not girded, then you are not positioning yourself to be steadfast and unmovable against all of the things that he's going to come. The Bible says um, arrows by day, fiery arrows and darts. Okay, those fiery arrows and darts can come in the form of distraction. Um, they can they can form in, you know, conversation. They can form um, in thought form, you know, making you think or believe that you're not somebody that you actually are. They could come in the form of relationships. There'd be a pop up surprise. You think this is your husband and there's nothing but a cute demon walking like there are a lot of different ways that the enemy could come and attack you. And if you're not on guard, if you're not on post, if you're not growing, if you're not staying at the feet of the father, if you're not looking and seeking, if you're not attending your local assembly, if you're not, you know, being around like-minded believers who are after the same things you're after, it is very, very easy to slip back. It is very, very easy to be climbing up and a slide back. And I got to tell you, it's very frustrating to be honest, to know that you were at a particular place and you allowed yourself to slip and you allowed life to take your attention and, and, your, and your relationship and, and your job and all of the other things that you want to do take you from such a sweet and special place that you had. Now, the, now the father is amazing and that he redeems the time and he's so sweet and he's such a loving and gracious father and that he will help you, you know, get back to that place or even get to a new place in him. However, there's no need. 
Because in this area, spiritually, you should be growing. Now, this is what going looks like spiritually. Going looks like you don't have time to pray. Your, your to-do list is way too long and it includes no Jesus, no God, no serving and loving others. Or you say, well, you know, I'm just so busy with serving. I'm just so tired from serving. Like, no, 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 no. You're going because that service, you may not even do be serving with the right heart. You may not even be serving with the right mind. You may not even be serving with the right intention. You might just be knocking something off your to-do list because that's what you were told to do. But that does nothing for your spiritual cultivation if your heart is not right. The Bible says to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. That was David's prayer. And I really believe that we have to be after and continue and, and continually intentional about making sure that the condition of our heart is right. And one thing and one way that you can do that is always putting your heart before God and always being active and open and attentive in his presence, because in his presence, there is fullness of joy and in his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. And in his presence, there is healing and hope and in his presence. There's correction and there's instruction and reproof. That's what the word is for. So as long as you are in his presence, in worship form, in word form, in prayer form, in believer connectedness form, then I believe that you will always stay in a good position. So so going spiritually looks like not not only not having enough time uh, for God, it's a disregard for the things of God. It's not paying attention to or not being involved in or not being connected to other believers. One of the statements that I always had for me was, um, it's not about staying near the fire so you can get burned. It's staying near the fire so that you can stay warm. And we have to stay near the fire so that our fire stays lit and it stays burning. Okay. The last area I want to talk about growing or go- growing or going is socially. Um, we have this advent in the this here beautiful 21st century, this technological advancement that is called social media, where you can be social via your phone or via your iPad or via your computer. It does not require your physical presence. It requires your social presence. Your social presence is enacted by a profile and that profile allows you to get engaged with others uh, via whatever social app you're on. So you can be growing or going socially. And this is what I mean. There are a lot of different ways that you can grow and go socially at the same time. (laughs) And this is what I mean. Because we're kind of in this juxtaposition of time where socially you connect, you know, via apps and via different avenues online and through the web, there was an older form and a more traditional form of social connection, which required your physical presence, which required your invitation to different atmospheres, which required, you know, a payment, um, you know, which is a fee or an admission to the different social clubs uh, or um, different avenues that are social, you know, that's like club and party and whatever have you. Okay. So socially you can be growing in that your social network, you're getting to know more people who have like visions and like goals and, and they allow you into their inner sanctums to know more about the information and knowledge and wisdom that they have over said particular thing. Or you could just be going to the parties. You could just be being cute. With, with your outfits and with your hair and your nails and, you know, with your liquor, if that's what you do, you know, and 
just going, but you're not actually getting anything from the interaction. So let me say this, because it may sound like I am and I'm not, and I don't want you to perceive me this way, but I am not against social media. I believe it can serve both purposes of going and growing, meaning that you can be on a social platform and you're growing your own network or you're getting some insight, some wisdom from some people who have been there, who are further along the journey that you're in, or you could just be going there to see the, the latest meme and laughing at the, the longest video, you know, or spend time on YouTube as you're taking a break from other areas of your life. Look, I'm not against social media, but I do think that there needs to be a balance socially for us. Now, I have had, he, I got some correction in this area when I told you about my, my mentor and I had this conversation because my social life was poor, like super poor because I had so much going on. I had so much on my plate that socially I was lacking, meaning that I did not and did not spend time with people and did not make myself spend time with people. Naturally, I'm a homebody. I like being at home. I like doing my thing. I like the freedom of my own space. But that was not healthy for me and is not healthy for where I'm going in its totality, right? Like that's not, that can't be the whole of my social life. So um, I do have friends. I know you may think, oh, wow, you're just kind of a Kermit and you don't have any friends. No, I do have friends. I just have friends that understand that that is how I operate. And so they don't they don't put a large demand on me to do much outside of this area. So socially, professionally is what we'll call it. I am growing. I am moving. I'm making connections. But socially for entertainment, relaxation, people interactions, yeah, no, was not growing. The extent of that was social media for me, but I have opened my opened myself for both the traditional view of, you know, the requirement of your physical presence, attending events, doing stuff, spending time with friends, you know, da da da. And then also you can tell how excited I am about it. <laughs> and then also uh, along with social media, I, I've scaled back my time to bring more balance to my world. So you can be growing or going socially. Socially, your social wealth means a lot in the 21st century. I'm not that doesn't necessarily mean the number of followers or friends that you have. And to some degree, it actually does, depending on what your goals are. It can mean a whole lot, but it's not to affirm or disaffirm who you are, because I've seen some of the lowest character, worst people have the most followers or, you know, just the naked girls on Instagram. They have a lot of followers because you have a body and we want to see it. Not we isn't me, but the people that follow them. <laughs> but I'm saying that, you know, so so you can't relegate just the entirety of your importance or your social life to the number of friends and followers that you have. However, um, I do think that you should be balanced and whole in both areas, socially, professionally, socially. Socially, um, socially for your own personal entertainment and growth, and then socially, in, like holistically. So those are kind of three metrics, if you will, that will help you assess yourself to see if you're growing or if you're going. I do think that there is a measure of wealth and relational power that you can get socially. And I do think that you should exercise this because it is only for your benefit. Hashtag amen. So we talked about those four areas, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, um, if you are growing or if you are going. So hopefully by this point in the podcast, you can answer that question for yourself. Like, am I growing and am I going? Um, you know, is my life in general and then in these four areas? And then, you know, take this to your specific life, you know, to, to and make it relative to you. For me, I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast, but for me, I had to ask myself academically, 
I have to ask myself physically, am I growing or going? I have to ask myself um, as a wife, am I growing or going? Like I have to ask myself in those areas, what is the outcome and what does that look like? And once you get those answers, you know, make you a cute little chart if you need to. But once you get those answers, then do something about it. Say, okay, I am growing and I want to grow more in this way or I'm just going. Let me change the course of me going to me growing. And I believe that you will see tremendous benefits and growth in your own life and the benefits of you taking time to make sure that you're growing. So be honest, be fair with your own self-assessment. And if you need help, talk to some people who know you, who know you know you. And then if you're really not sure, just document your day, like follow yourself through your own day and, and look at your routines, look at your patterns, look at what you're consuming, whether that's um, on social media or on your plate, your physical plate, like what you're eating and what your habits are like, and you'll get a great determinant of who you are. And then also if that aligns with who you want to be. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and that you got some wisdom about growing or growing. And I hope that you will subscribe. Leave me a rating, a comment. Um, let me know what you want to hear and what and any feedback that you can give me. And I would love to hear from you guys. But until next time, guys, peace, love, and hair grease.